1: Hour number two of Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city.
0: Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable Towing and Vehicle Recovery Service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey.
1: Hey, guys. Man, does it uh, not feel good to go out at 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. You get to go out. Beautiful. You get to do your work. Then you go back home, write your stories, and your day is, um, you know, pretty
2: much done is it not yeah i mean it 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 almost feels like I have a 9-to-5 job for once. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a 9-to-5. I mean, before this, I was working in a field farming <laughs> 20 mm-hmm. years ago. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been well, first of all, the weather's been fantastic. I mean, it was 68 degrees this morning, you know. Uh, I, I wish they would do the 640 a.m. Uh, practice every day, but 9.05 is not bad. Uh, the weather's been great. It, it has been raining the last couple of days, so they've been indoors. But, I mean, like I said, it's 68 degrees this morning, and, uh, you know, you get done with that, you you watch we 've had about thirty minutes of practice each day, maybe a little longer actually uh, so that 's been nice and uh, get done with that and press conference, do some transcribing, crank out some articles i've been spending a lot of time doing more in depth stuff focusing on individuals, uh, just kind of giving my opinions on on those guys comparing them to other players that I see and players of the past and you know those kinds of things so uh, that 's been enjoyable because there 's been so many new players out there uh, I do find myself at least the first Few days, Randy. I found myself working uh, pretty late, uh, just out of habit. Couldn't help it. Hmm. And luckily, it's something I enjoy doing. But uh, uh, you know, special teams day, it was a, it was a little earlier. <laughs> knocking off for that. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been really good. It's been a fun camp. I wish they do the early practices all the time. But so many new players out there that uh, it's just it's just exciting. It's exciting to go out there and see those guys. It's it's a big team, according to the testing numbers. It's a fast team and I don't know. I mean, as far as the individual players go, the roster that's assembled, I think, it's the, I think it's the best roster that Pittman has had since he's been head coach at Arkansas. I think it's the best roster. Is it the best team? Well, we got to figure that out. We'll find out soon enough on that. But uh, as far as individuals, it's a good-looking group.
1: I read that article, is this Coach Sam Pittman's best team? And uh, when I saw that, automatically. I mean you gotta click onto it. You gotta read it because you're thinking, best ever? I mean, wasn't that long ago? What? Nine and four? Mm -hmm. A nine win season. So not that long ago. That's um, that's well worth reading. All right. Where do you see right now, Trey, the biggest I hate to call it a battle. It makes it sound like we're we're Mm-hmm. In war, But where, where do you see the greatest competition, I should say? At what position?
2: Well, just in the secondary, I think you've got some things you have to work out. Uh, I, I, you know, from what I've seen and, and really some of the whispers that I've heard, you know, Keon Stewart has been, you know, I don't know if it's a surprise, but he's they've been pleased with him. They've been real pleased with Jaheim Singletary. I mean, you can go out and watch Jaheim <laughs> Singletary and say, I mean, this guy, first of all, he's, I thought he was going to be skinny still. He's not. Uh, you know, everybody was like, yeah, he's got a lot of potential. He's skinny because he was listed at about 187 pounds. Or 100, 170 pounds. He's 187 now. He's the tallest cornerback out there, uh, even though you've got other guys listed at 6'2". Singletary is definitely the tallest. You may have the quickest feet. Uh, so you've got a couple of guys like that that, to me, make it intriguing to... You know, really consider moving, like, Snacks Johnson, either to safety or nickel. I kind of think nickel for him, um, leaving Walcott at safety. I just I just feel like that's – nickel's such a tough spot. They call it the hog. I mean, you have to be able to – got to be able to tackle running backs. You've got to be able to cover slot receivers. you got to be able to take on blockers in the screen game. I mean, sometimes you're the conflict defender, and, the you know, everything they're doing, RPO game, revolves around what you're doing. I mean, there's all kinds of – responsibilities, it's just a tough position. I I kinda like snacks there. Um but we'll see. I, I think we'll probably get through these few practices. They'll take off Wednesday and then maybe uh try to try to shuffle some things around. So I would say secondary. Uh you know, linebacker that you know, whoever's gonna be the the linebacker next to Chris Paul I think is is something to watch. Gene Thomas, Antonio Greer. You know I don't I wouldn't rule out Jordan Crook just yet either. Uh defensive line i think it's just i don't think it's like just a competition i just think they've got so many bodies it's just like one guy just one 300 pounder after another i mm-hmm. mean it's it's unlike anything i've ever seen um and you know then you got 100 you know 1 280 pound 270 pound defensive end after another so defensive line i mean i think it's just it's more of you know who goes out there first but it's it's going to be a, a steady rotation of guys i, I think which is really ideal uh, the offensive line I, I think they're settled there randy i i really like what i've seen all, out of devon manuel lately and i mean like like really like what i see out of him i mean he's moving really well he's got really good size at 6'9 3'10 um I think that he 's going to be you know a staple figure on this offensive line for the next few years and uh, you know, kutis on the other side you know probably a little more inconsistent um, but so much potential and has twenty one more practices you know to get everything ironed out what people don 't realize about patrick kudis he 's eighteen still he 's the youngest second year player on the team uh in fact there are players who are second year players on this team who are 20 already there are there are freshmen true freshmen on this team class of 2023 guys who just got here who are older than Patrick Cootus you know he's you used to always say, like you know, go out and find you, you know, baby face offensive linemen, you know, because, uh, you know, they're just going to mature. Uh, not that Kudus is baby face, but he's he's young, uh, so for him to be in the spot he is and and play last year as a freshman at times, uh, you know, he didn't redshirt last year is is pretty remarkable. Um, now he's got a few more days. August twelfth, I believe, is his birthday, but still. He's the youngest second-year player on this roster. So, um, you know, I still think you you look at that right tackle spot, probably say he's probably the fifth best right now um, offensive lineman that they have. Uh, Manuel might be, you know, Manuel's probably – in the top three, maybe even better than that. Uh he's he's really coming along well. So that's that's encouraging. I think, you know, the battle between him and Landon Jackson has, has helped him out a whole lot also. So um I know that's a long answer, Randy, but really yeah. ultimately I, I would say where I started out, just secondary, just figuring out, you know, the pieces there, who goes where, what what kind of alterations you need to make. You know, like Jalen Lewis has been, you know, the starting the, sp- the starting hog, the starting nickel. And I like Jalen. I think he's got a future at Arkansas. But is he one of the five best defensive backs on the team? I don't think so. I don't think so right now. So got to figure some things out there.
1: Now, two observations, and I, I think I've looked at every depth chart so far that's been published. Uh, are they playing a little bit of a mind game with uh McLaughlin, because he has been running second team. He also started off on the first team, but now he's on the second team. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the number two running back spot in behind Raheem Rocket Sanders, it seems to fluctuate between one day it's the Binion, the next day it's A.J. Green.
2: Yeah, it's probably more fair to call that an order of appearance, Randy. I mean, there's a pretty... Okay. There's a pretty good base. It's the fastball period that they run at the start of practice. For those who don't know what that is, it's 11 on 11 football. They run about four or five plays with the first team, second team, third team. And we chart everybody who comes out. Generally, it's the same base of players. It's going to be K.J. Jefferson, the starting offensive line. It's been, I believe, the same tight end. I believe it's been Nathan Backs every day uh, through these first few practices. It's a different mix-up of wide receiver. It's always Rocket Sanders. Uh, Defense is, is definitely more shaken up they definitely come out with you know different guys in different spots on defense and you know I think it's just an opportunity to get a you know good quick look at somebody uh, while you know with the first team or see how they play without this guy in the mix you know Traylon Burks I don't think he ever went out on fastball Uh, Dwight McLaughlin last year people were wondering if he's going to start you know because of the fastball stuff, just kind of like this, mm-hmm. uh, and he started 13 games last year. So um, I don't think I don't have any doubt that McLaughlin is going to end up being one of the starting cornerbacks for this team. Um, the The question about cornerback is mainly is it is it going to be Keon Stewart? Is it going to be Snacks Johnson? Is it going to be Jaheem Singletary at the other spot? I kind of think eventually. I just think it makes the most sense. Singletary is just ultra talented. And you know, snacks is really good too. But I just, I, I think he makes the most sense in that nickel spot. Just, just kind of the mentality that he has, and you know, just how he kind of carries himself out there. He just seems like he'd be a good fit for that spot
1: to me. All right, Trey. This from our Asher Record Service Company live in feed feedback from Savage it says, ask Trey, who is the Hornsby or Hammonds player on this team?" this year I guess that means high praise high expectations yeah. low output. and then yeah low output <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a tough one to put some <laughs> to put on somebody uh, right out of the gate let's see uh, hmm. I might have to think about that one a little bit but uh, who's getting overhyped I don't know
1: well i, I, know I got I've got an high easier high. one for you this one kind of goes okay. back to give you a chance to think about that one, but this goes back to uh, the offensive line you were talking about a moment ago. I got this by way of email from Robert. It says Trey, if Latham and Limmer were part of last year's short yardage problems, why should we expect them and this new look O line to be better this year? Also, Takiest Crawford is a senior, yet he has a sophomore starting ahead of him why has he not lived up to his potential or was he overrated coming out of high school
2: yeah I think maybe I mean when you look at Takias Crawford physically he looks exactly like you're supposed to look as an offensive lineman uh, and he's still battling but uh, yeah I mean I think it's just there's other guys better than him I mean I I, I wouldn't think it's like it's something personal or anything like that. I think there's just guys that they feel more confident in. Um, that's that's pretty much the bottom line. Uh, he asked a bunch of questions, Randy. I'm not sure what all he was asking, but
1: <laughs> well, about the offensive line in particular, meaning mm-hmm. Limer, uh, they were part of the problem last year. Why? Why this year? Right. Well,
2: I mean. The year before that, they were part of a solution. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they, were, they were part of an offensive line that was uh, you know, pretty solid. They led FBS in rushing um, that year. Uh, but you know, I think that for the offensive line, they were pretty solid in most aspects last year, except for when they got in short yardage and goal line. And from what I can ascertain, a lot of that's problems with you know, strength staff. At least it's been pinned on the strength staff. I mean, I've been covering Arkansas football for 20 years. I've never seen a coach fire a strength coach. Never. I mean, going back to Don Decker, Jason Veltkamp, I mean, all of them, every single one of them, uh, Ben Herbert, they've all been through the entire lifespan of the coach there. Uh, So that tells you, I mean, and it's like immediately after the Missouri game, like fires the whole staff, nutrition staff, everything. Um, and it's after a two-point loss where they struggled in short yardage. So they I know they spent a lot of extra time in the weight room. Bo Limmer's squat numbers are up 50 pounds, and they say he could do more than that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that, you know, it's hard to question Sam Pittman saying these are the best offensive linemen that we have um, with Limmer and Latham being part of that.
1: Let's see. This from... Hey, they may still have
2: some problems like that, short yardage stuff. They may still have those problems. They just may not have anybody that's uh, a better option also.
1: This from our Asher Record Service Company live in feed feedback. You know, Navy Mike says, Find up on Navy Mike's thoughtful questions. What wide receiver will step up since we don't have any wide receivers and what will the hogs do this year at quarterback since kj is leaving next year
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. well i think they feel good about jacoby criswell as a possibility for the future I, I know they feel a lot better that if something were to happen to kj that they still have a chance and i don't know if they necessarily felt that way but I think they feel that way now, that they maybe just didn't have a chance against Mississippi State and couldn't move the ball against LSU at home. You know, you had a chance in that one, just couldn't move the ball. So I know they feel a lot better about the – and with Jacoby, Jacoby throws the best ball on the team. You know, he, he throws a consistently tight spiral with really good velocity, probably the strongest arm out of all of them. Um, so they they I think they feel good there. As far as wide receiver – I kind of think, I don't know, coming out of the spring, I was thinking Isaac Tesla after the first few practices. I kind of think maybe Andrew Armstrong. You know, I, I could see Andrew Armstrong being a deep third. And then Tyron Broden makes some really nice plays. Tyron Broden's one of the fastest guys on the team, one of the three fastest. So there's a lot of potential there. And I, I love what I've been seeing out of Isaiah Satania. I think that. I mean, every day in practice, they start out doing two-on-two slot cover, and it's just one screen pass after another, you know, and then there's the option to to throw to another guy, but it's just like screen, 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 screen. I mean, we're going to see them throw to Satania, Bryce Stevens, but I think it's going to be Satania quite a bit this year. Um, So... I mean I think they've got some good options at wide receiver and KJ's throwing the ball really well too. I mean he's he's always thrown a good deep ball, but he's hit he's thrown some deep balls that have just been absolutely perfect. Um, I don't know, I kinda think Andrew Armstrong maybe is a deep guy with Tyrone Broden and then maybe the guy that has the most catches, I could see it being Isaac
1: Tesla. Speed standpoint, who's faster than Broden or Tesla I mean uh Satania.
2: Um Broden I believe based on what I've heard the fastest guy on the team is actually Malik Chavis. What? Yeah. He's one of he is one of five players to run, you know, over 22 miles an hour. Um not pads, not like the NFL does, you know, the NFL does pads in their game day stuff. But uh yeah, oh he's a 40-inch vertical leap guy. Too. He's 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 the best leaper and the best you know and has the most speed out of anybody. You know that doesn't always wow. translate to being a great football player. I mean, there have been guys that have come through that. I mean, there's a wide receiver under Petrino that was a ten three hundred guy that couldn't get on the field. You know, uh, so that doesn't always translate to being you know great at football. And Chavis has had some issues here and there with injuries and things, and he started some games for Arkansas. But yeah, he's potentially the fastest. And the best leaper, and then after him probably A.J. Green, and then after him probably Tyrone Broden, and then probably, wow, Satania and who's the other guy? There's one other that I'm leaving out. Armstrong's yeah. pretty quick, isn't he? It might be Armstrong. He might have been the other one. I think Armstrong was the other. Armstrong's a really good. Le- you know, Tesla. When you look at him, I mean, Tesla's a 38 inch vertical. You know, and he's not in that elite group up at the top, but he's High twenty ones, according to Ben Saunders, miles per hour, um, and uh, you know he's uh, him and Armstrong have the two longest broad jumps on the team, also. So I mean they've they've got some
1: athletes at wide receiver. I think size among the receiving core. Yeah, maybe Dre is this may be as big of a receiving core mm. ever. Now the now the player that I keep reading about. That is just, I mean, wowing people. Luke Haas. Oh yeah, has has. Yeah. I always want to say Haas. I know has.
2: it's it's H A S Z. It's a tough one, uh, but Luke is definitely. You know, it's a, it's impressive to me how like Luke has and uh, Varkey's gums are both listed at six three two forty two. And I mean, gums might wear a shorter pant leg or something. You know, he might have a little bit more torso, but they are almost identical <laughs> in their build. And Gun's probably got a little bit bigger bicep, you know, I'm just watching them stand next to each other. That's kind of the things I do. I like to, you know, see if some guy's actually six foot or, if, you know, how he compares to another player, maybe a guy that we're familiar with. But those two guys are so similar. I've obviously seen bigger tight end rooms at Arkansas. You know, it's a big team, and I've seen bigger bigger tight end rooms for sure. But I am intrigued with what those guys are, are able to do as far as receiving the ball. They're both very fluid and uh, we have not seen a two tight set yet. I, I'm, I'm sure they've possibly done that uh, when practice is closed to the media. They've possibly gotten out and done that, but I've not seen them do a two tight set. I haven't seen them do two running backs. It has been almost 100% of the time. Eleven personnel, running back, tight end, three wide
1: receivers, six three two forty two. That's what Luke yep. is listed on Yums. the roster. And I think Gums is almost identical, isn't he?
2: He he is identical.
1: Okay, I mean
2: they're size-wise, they're twins. Absolutely, I mean they're they both like, I mean
1: you, they stand next to each other. Their their proportions
2: are pretty <laughs> much the same.
1: Uh, let's see this from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Or does Savage mean who is the speedy guy of the offense? I think we kind of... Yeah,
2: Broden, Andrew Armstrong. Andrew Armstrong's going to get a lot of deep balls. I'll tell you who else, too. Sam Backe has made some plays. I mean, he's he beat Singletary the other day on a post pattern, and KJ laid it in there perfectly. But uh, the thing is, you know, everybody else around the SEC has had the opportunity to improve their roster. Auburn added 22 players. Ole Miss added 27. It's a different age in college football, so just because it's... One of the best-looking rosters I've seen at Arkansas, maybe the best.
1: Everybody else's rosters better, too. That's true. That is true. Trey, talk to you tomorrow.
3: Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile.
0: A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys.
2: Rainwater Holton section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you.
0: Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible to your Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards
4: Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same, entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar, all ready to take
0: home and serve to
4: your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite
0: Central Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is orange chicken for only $7.49 per pound, paired with vegetable fried rice for just $4.99 per pound.
3: Hi, I'm Sherry with
1: Central Arkansas Fireplaces. If you're like my family, you love grilling year-round. We're proud to be stocking Blaze, Napoleon, Smoking Brothers, and Green Mountain Grills. We also carry fire pits and bromic patio heaters for all you cold season grillers. No matter what your family prefers, come let us show you our selection of gas and pellet grills and outdoor patio heaters at Central Arkansas Fireplaces, where we know fireplaces and grills.
0: What's your oakland? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool. Or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park. Just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
4: Every day...
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish. Now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. And if you're listening
4: to the number one, Collins Show, Sports Collins Show in Arkansas. You ought to think about one of the best places to eat in Arkansas, and that's Tacos for Life. Tacos for Life has an arrangement to where every time you buy a meal, they furnish a meal through one of their through a nonprofit that can go anywhere in the world. And you know that in slightly less than ten years, they have furnished over thirty million meals. Over thirty million meals for people all around the world. That's pretty amazing. Now, how does that happen? You buy a meal, they furnish a meal. Pretty interesting, isn't it? Now, the meal you buy and enjoy is going to be fantastic. Whether you get one of their tacos, whether you get one of their bowls, whether you get a salad, whether you get the quesadilla, whatever you get, you're going to enjoy thoroughly. And then when you eat it, you can be thinking about helping somebody else at the same time. Great concept, isn't it? Great food, great help for others. That's why you should enjoy Tacos for Life.
1: That's Rick Schaefer along with Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. We are now joined by the head coach of the Washita Tigers, none other than Todd Knight. Todd,
3: good afternoon. What's going on, guys? Y'all doing okay?
1: Man, it is football season. We cannot, it it couldn't have gotten here quick enough.
3: I know. It's time to go, though.
1: Now, hard to believe this is your 26th year at Washington. What? 26 yeah, years.
3: <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's just flown by, really. I mean, it seems like just the other day. I mean, we get here, and, you know, time flies. And, you know, what they say, time flies when you're having fun. We've had a great time, and it, it's been fun to be a part of the program here and a part of the school and a uh, great place to recruit, too, and a great place to coach.
1: Todd, would you say last year was as challenging as any season that you may have had to uh, play through with the loss uh, of the young man, Clark Yarborough, dedicating the season to that? You were trying to bounce back uh, from the disappointment of 21, having your great American conference streak, winning streak, broken, missing the playoffs, but as important if not the greatest was losing Clark but the guys really rallied and used that as a cause and uh, ended up with the great season I know you uh, had to endure the uh, opening round of the playoffs that wasn't uh, the best result that you were looking for but was that as challenging last year as any season you've ever had as a head coach?
3: Well, you know, you when you look back on things like this, you know that things happen for a reason, you know God's in control and you know at the time those that things like this happen, you, you know really it's it's hard to even know what to do or what to say. It makes football seem like it's, you know, why are we even doing this? Yeah. And You know, I get a call from uh, one of the the mothers on the team, you know, like three or four days after Clark had passed. And, you know, she calls and says, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just sitting here at my desk trying to figure it out. She said, well, I can tell you this. Get those, get, get those kids busy, you know, get going. And I, I felt like it was a, a direct message from God, and that's what we did. We we got busy and got going and, you know, realized that you can't take a minute, you can't take a play, you can't take a day, you can't take anything off. You, you, you've got to dedicate it and, and go hard and be – thankful that you get another chance and i I really think that's the mentality that our kids took on and they just did a great job and you know in memory of clark and and you know you know this too randy i mean you can't you can't play a, a football game or a football year just you know for revenge or for somebody you still it has to mean something to you down in your heart and mm-hmm. and uh, i think our guys rallied the right way and they they played really good ball we had some good breaks we didn't have many injuries you know once once we got through that first one we didn't have many injuries last year and that always helps you get through and just you really had a had a great year and and we learned a lot about ourselves too and you know me even me as a coach i you know, I find myself telling them I love them a lot more than I did, you know, last year. I've always loved them, but uh, when you lose one and you and you uh, you realize that uh, not a day goes by that you don't need to tell them that, and it's just been, you know, it's been rewarding to go through it, and, and uh, of course, the year was rewarding as well.
1: Todd, is this a high number? It sounds like a high number to me, but you will have what appears to be, at least on paper, a very experienced team coming back with over fifty lettermen returning. Is that a great number?
3: Well, it you know we we do we do have a lot of guys coming back, and we're really a sophomore junior football team. We don't have many seniors, but we lost you know six offensive linemen. A lot of those guys, several of those guys, have been here six years because of COVID we lost an all-american running back and we lost uh, you know an all-american defensive end we lost some key some key players but we've we've got a lot of players that are ready to step up and and had some playing experience last year because of that you you talked about letterman those guys got a chance to play a lot of football so you know i think i think we're set in a good situation we got to stay healthy and we know there's a lot of great teams in the league and Hey, really Randy gets right down to it you're only as good as your last practice it really doesn't matter what you did last year it's it's all about what we did today and what we're going to do tomorrow and you know I think our guys realize that and and, and have that mentality as they go to work every day
1: well Don it it really just depends upon maybe who you're talking to or or what poll that you're looking at but uh the most recent poll that I've had a chance to see was the uh, coaches poll, and it's about as close as you can cut it. They've got Washington at the number one spot, preseason number one, 116 votes. Harding just three, three points difference, 113. And then there's Henderson State with 99. So obviously, the the strength of the league sets right there uh, in. Arkadelphia, and then in Searcy as the top four teams in the preseason poll, all from the state of Arkansas. So that, that says volumes right there. Um, you do have your starting quarterback returning, Riley Harms. That has to be a nice beginning point on offense to have your quarterback return. But then you've also got a great young man, who kind of paid his dues last year. You were talking about the All-American that you lost, and and that was T.J. Cole. But I sure like Kendall Givens. That's a quality player to step into that number one running back spot.
3: Yeah, when you talk about those two positions, quarterback and running back, we, we've got a ton of depth. You know, starting at quarterback, Riley's back is the starter. Eli Livingston will see a lot of lot of uh, in game action as well. Baseball kids that that uh, is is really a good player. And then behind Kendall, you know, you've got uh, Isaac Edwards and several other great backs as well. So, you know, Kendall and Riley lead the way, and, and, and there's no letdown there at all. You're you're right. I mean, Kendall Givens is as good as anybody in the country at this level and and uh, is a really good football player and a great leader. So, you know, on offense, when you start with those two guys, it means a whole lot. And then, of course, you know, out wide with Connor Flanagan and, and – uh, Kamantre McKnight, you know, you got a Fayville and a Warren kid right there, two two really good players outside as well, and, and uh Zach Henson at tackle and uh Nate Turner, we've got two two uh, old guys right there that'll be in there at center and tackle that we're excited about as well. So we've got we've got spots of experience and then we'll have some young guys in there as well.
1: The top returner at the special teams position that is punter is from Australia, Joe Couch. How did you get a player from Australia?
3: Well, Pro Kick Australia does a great job. They've probably got 20 or 30 kids playing uh, mainly Division One and, and some Division Two schools, but those guys are... Those guys are all over the country, and again, they're they're represented by Pro Kick Australia, and they they just do a super job. And I'm Joe was really the second Australian we had. We had Jake Ford; he ended up going the Canadian League, and you know had a great career here. And now now Joe's poised, and Joe's got a chance to to. Possibly get drafted, be an NFL pick. You know he's a he's a great player, so we're excited about him and his future too. But uh, very excited about all our specialists, Gabe Goodman, our kicker from Arkadelphia, and of course Dax Jag- Jaggers as well. We've got we've got a lot of depth at those two positions uh, as well.
1: That's cool. All right, um, is the strength of the Tigers this season going to be on the defensive side of the ball with ten? returning starters back on defense
3: well we've, we've got a lot of experience on defense and we we lost really it's nine returning starters but we we've lost a couple guys there but still you know to have nine returning starters on a defense that finished like our defense did last year is is exceptional we take a lot of pride in being a three-phase team um, we know we can't win it with one phase so we we know we've got to be able to to be great on special teams we've got a hang on to the football and offense and uh, do a great job there, too. And then we've got to play great defense. And I think if you, if you look at us over the years, you know, there's a lot of years we've won the league where we're not number one, uh, maybe in offense or defense, but we're in that top two or three in every category. And if you do that, you got a chance to be a three-phase team and have a chance to, to win a lot of football games.
1: But that defense, you've always played great defense, it seems like at uh at Washitah year in, year out. And um I know that has to give you a little bit of comfort knowing that you've got ten starters back or nine, whichever it may be, uh, but to be able to return back uh for the defense. Uh Todd you've been doing this as we mentioned a long, long time, but what is the secret there at Washita?
3: well you know i think first you know it's, it's retention you know you you retain really good coaches and you retain good players and you know we're not a big portal team or or our transfer team i think we've got 125 out and we've probably got eight eight or nine transfers on the team so you know our, i think our secret is trying to grow them up you know they're here you know uh three four five years I think that that's part of it. We have great coaches that, that surround me, and then uh, naturally we got a great school to recruit to. And I think when you put all that together, it's kind of like a three-phase team. It's kind of a three-phase uh, deal as well with the recruiting, the type of school we we are, and and the type of kids that we get. And and uh, you know everybody uses the word culture and brotherhood and all those kind of things on their football team. But I would I would tell you this. <laughs> You know, if if I was recruiting you, Randy, the two things I would talk to you about after I got through with academics, I would be talking to you about the caliber of kids we have and the caliber of coaches we have, and this game is relational. You want to be around good people that that care about academics and care about uh, being great in football, and, and I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by players and coaches that are like that.
1: Well, one of the things that I believe is part of that magic, part of that foundation, is the fact that it's easy to look at your roster and see that a lot of those kids are from the state of Arkansas? I just feel like when you got Arkansas kids on your roster, it means more to those kids.
3: Well, I think so. I think so, and I mean, Arkansas our base. You know, I'm I'm a Star City guy, as you know, and, yeah. and Brett Shockley are. Recruiting coordinators from Conway, and we're going to recruit the state first. And I think if you took our roster, it was like this last year. I hadn't looked at it close this year, but I think last year 68% of the roster were Arkansas high school football players, and the two deep had like 30-something of the two deep You know, were Arkansas high school players, and that has a lot to do with our success.
1: I love it. All right, Todd, continued success, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk later on during the season. Thank you, Todd.
3: You bet. Good to talk to you guys.
1: You bet. Todd Knight, head football coach of Washita University. Drive Time Sports will continue. the zone
2: with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Brew Day is back. Every Wednesday this
5: August, we're celebrating one of our most beloved things, beer. Get to Twin Peaks and score 22-ounce Twin Peaks brews on draft just for $3.99 all day. Hunter's Refuge
2: in Whitehall is celebrating 25 years in business with a massive anniversary sale this Wednesday through Saturday. Save up to 75% in our huge tent sale store-wide many items slash to only 25 bucks sale includes items from columbia drake north face UGG, birkenstock browning bandit and more register in store to win over twenty thousand dollars in giveaways sale is wednesday through saturday brought to you in part by columbia hunter's refuge celebrating 25 years in business go to huntersrefuge.com to see the great deals Arkansas is sizzling, and Saracen's summer of sports cars continues to keep the heat on with an iconic Camaro convertible from Guatney Chevrolet. This is the last year for Chevy's classic Camaro, and Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win one just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win.
4: Harrison Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas
2: style. Family problem? Call 800 522 4700.
4: Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic
2: storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC.
1: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake
0: has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crockpot this morning? <laughs> with a never-ending to-do list. It's easy to forget something important like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis and Cabot. Fellas, Clint Turner here. Let me get your attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy or a lack of motivation and drive, it could be low T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment At Low T Center ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low T Center offers monitored self inject at home testosterone treatments. For $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a low T center or you just need the convenience of at home treatment, they'll ship your treatments directly to your house. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book online. Low T Center reinventing men's health care.
5: Listen each week for your chance to play Factor Crap on Morning Mayhem. It's presented by Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair provides on site and roadside service and repair for all commercial vehicles.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
1: Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Double B's has always been where you gas it, grab it, and go. I must tell you, okay, I realize we enjoyed just a little bit of a cool down earlier today, but now it's back out hot, muggy. You got to continue to hydrate. That's why you've got to step inside the Double Bs and take advantage of the August promotions. And as always, they have some great monthly specials. In this case, the one liter brisk tea, two for three dollars. That's a dollar fifty for a liter of brisk tea. Thirty ounce core water, just two dollars. I have become a big fan of the thirty ounce. Core water, twenty-eight ounce Gatorade, two for four dollars and fifty cents. And Raymond's favorite area—he brings back all these kind of goodies—is the assorted little Debbie items. Three for two dollars. Three for two dollars. Now, if I do my math correctly, that's like sixty cents each. So. You're not going to find any better deals than what you'll find at your local Double B's, now with 34 locations. And also, don't forget to ask your Double B's cashiers about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. It's Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. Well, let's see here. I need to do a little bit of... Catching up on some of our um, Asher Record Service Company. Uh, Let's see. Uh, This from our Asher Record Service Company, Life in Feedback. Mark says, my poem for this season. Guys, in honor of this season, getting started, I've written this poem. Hope you like it all hope is lost all hope is gone as the day is long and as Rick is wrong our offense, our, yeah, offensive line is new and tall our it should be O-U-R not A-R-E our wide receivers are weak and small who are you looking at our defensive secondary makes me sneeze man how's that happen SEC wide receivers will make them look like Swiss cheese. So our season's hope should be summarized by this right here. Arkansas fans, abandon all hope. Ye who enter here, snuggly, wiggly, piggly, all hope is gone. Dancing donkey's back. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, because
4: even, even Mike didn't talk like that. So um.
1: so he, he used the word hour in there a few times. Hour, didn't doesn't sound like it's his team. Uh, <laughs> no. it, well, either that or he's not playing.
3: Yeah. Well, he's
1: not playing, but still. <laughs> no, he's not he's playing. He's not playing on full deck either. <laughs> yeah, why,
4: why is it that there are some people that delight <coughs> in trying to stem optimism? Why is that? Well, what purpose does it serve? To make you feel better? Because you're trying to drench somebody's hopes? Why is that?
1: I don't know if it's also believing they can get a rise out of people. Whether they're looking to uh, stir the stick, as the old saying goes. Maybe. Stir the pot. Well, what, and, stir the pot, what? yeah. Stir the and stick. we well, you got to stir
4: the stick to stir the pot. And does that give you delight to do that?
1: I don't know. I guess for some, huh? No and you know, it's it's like can we argue about something? Well what do you want to argue about? Savage says Where is Paul Petrino coaching now? And his and is he with his brother at Texas A and M? He is not at Texas A and M. But I don't know where Paul Petrino is. He was... i find out. Yeah. Wasn't it like Montana State or Idaho State or something like that, right in Idaho. where he was the head coach?
4: Yeah, uh, but he.
1: I think he got there. fired from not there. not there
4: anymore, that's yeah. right. right. Yeah. Uh, I'll see if I can find out real quick, but you know what's uh, interesting? I thought Tyler Wilson had great input on Paul Petrino, who was... Still on Arkansas' staff, I had forgotten that, for John L. Smith after Bob Yeah, Petrino he was, was the
1: uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. And his point was, it didn't
4: matter how bad they were getting beat, they were going to put up offensive numbers that were going to help him get another <laughs>
1: job. I remember that, yeah. So,
4: good luck, Tyler, while you're being beat to a pulp. Uh, put, but put up some good numbers for you uh, so you can get Paul Petrino another job.
1: How funny. Well... Poor old Tyler. I mean, he went through some uh, great experiences at the University of Arkansas. To say that you play for Bobby Petrino, and then you play for uh, John L. Smith, not many can say that. No,
4: and he probably smiles while he says it. Uh, (laughs) Paul Petrino is the offensive coordinator at Central Michigan University. He's in his second year in that position. He was fired after the 2021 season, after nine years as head coach at the University of Idaho, 34 and 67. Just
1: Idaho, right. not Idaho State. Yeah, just Idaho. That's right. University of okay. Idaho. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is the Baltimore Oriole fanatic. Look well, good, JD yeah. Boss Hog. Ray, Let's you I, Let's go take a nap real quick while <laughs> Rick and. JD, yeah, Boss Hog swept the Mets over the weekend. While they sing and dance and two to nothing, yeah. went, Rick.
4: Pardon me, two to nothing yesterday. Yeah, but they won all three games. It was nice. And they saluted and the 1983, the 1983 World Series champion. And they saluted the 1983 World Series champions, which unfortunately is the last time they won.
5: Aren't you loving this, uh, Rick? And and Randy, I know you're hating it, but I mean, this team is. <laughs> by the way, I went and made that bet too. That double Baltimore bet, parlay, and it looks like you know the Orioles may be really, really in the mix. <laughs>
4: well, I hope you're right. I, They're getting better
5: and better and better, and they have so much talent. What the 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 Japanese pitcher in the eighth inning, Randy, the other night against the Mets, pitched a perfect inning. <laughs> What do you well, think a lot
4: about of that? People have perfect innings. Wow, perfect inning! Gee. You're talking about you're talking about a spring the where they've thrown but nine pitches not, and they're all strikes. But that's for not
5: strikeouts. even our our best start. I mean, our best closer. So it just goes to show you how much talent they have.
1: These,
5: yeah. If they get in there, they're gonna they're gonna cause some damage, Randy. I'm just saying. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Well, early in the ninth inning. I don't know, but I'm I'm like snoring, snoring Bob. Story. I've I've taken. I'm, uh, you put me to sleep. taking a nap. Well,
5: Ray, come on now, Mr. West Helena. Come on now. You know how good that team is. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at a baseball team to watch them and see how good they are. That team is legit.
4: we'll, we'll find out. They're playing the Astros this week. That's, it. That's a good test for them. Astros. Hey, are best good.
5: play of the season is when that Yankee got too far off third base. Rick, I know you saw it. And who threw him down? Boom. The best catcher in the league.
4: Rushman's good. I like him.
5: All right, fellas. So let's talk about the hogs now. Okay. Randy, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure, man. Wake up, Randy. People are saying, <laughs> people are saying we got the easiest schedule. Do you do agree with who that? Who
4: said that? Who said that? Who, who said that? I,
5: I, I, I've heard from a few people. I mean, I think it's murder road.
4: I haven't heard anybody say it's an easy schedule.
1: Did you? That be, road, that four game road stretch. I, did you believe the person that told I you mean, that? I mean, the only thing that I can say is soft about this schedule. I give it I give it to the first part of it. Western Carolina, Kent State, don't know what to expect from BYU, and then later on, on November the 18th, Florida International. I don't get this. The West is the West of the SEC. It's always a gauntlet. But then when you have at LSU, A&M, A&M in Arlington, at Ole Miss in Oxford, at Tuscaloosa, uh, taking on Alabama. What's easy about that?
5: Nothing. And it's actually, it's crazy that that the that, that, see puts us like that. All, you know what I mean? We can use that as a tool to recruit, you know, but, like, the problem is is that, that those teams are really, really good. And it's going to be, I don't know, I think KJ may end up getting hurt after the... In between that that murderous oh, no, road, like through, no, 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 no. in between Alabama. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, if he can stay healthy, that's our, but if he we lose him, who's our backup?
1: You have a, you have a Ouija board. Kobe Chriswell. You have a Ouija board? Thank you, J.D. Hour number three, straight ahead. Spring. Return live in concerts. Let the Bad Times World Tour with
5: special guests, Sum 41, and Simple Plan. Simmons bank arena saturday august
1: 12th hey! get tickets now at ticketmaster.com attention seafood lovers eat my catfish is back open in little rock the new eat my
4: catfish in riverdale is located